Well, happy Monday, friends. Welcome back to Enough for Today for a new week. And we start May 16th today, and we are moving forward. Hope you had a great weekend. We celebrated God yesterday at Emmanuel, and we had a wonderful day. We thank the Lord for it. We're going through the Gospel of John. If you missed the message, join us in the archive or online tonight, Monday Night Rewind at 7. We're picking it up today in Psalm 48, and we left off at the end of verse 7. So the first three verses of this psalm, God in his city. Uh, what is Jerusalem? What is Zion? What is this beautiful place? <coughs> Excuse me where God has revealed himself and he has um, established himself and his presence there and promises that he's going to rule and reign there forever and ever in, in that eternal kingdom. Then verses uh, 5, 6, and 7, we talked about God and his enemies, how that he overcomes his enemies ultimately forever. He will do that. And now we pick it up in verse 8. As we have heard, so have we seen. Now let me just pause there, and I want you to think about that. As we have heard, so have we seen. Now, this is the Christian life. We hear about God, and we decide what to do with that, and then we see. If we choose faith, if we choose belief, first we hear the truth, and then we appropriate it, we receive it, we accept it, bank on it, believe it, and then we see God come through. Now, in the natural order of things, we think, God, show me, so I'll believe. Uh, but God says, hey, believe me, and then I'm going to show you. He said to Thomas, blessed are they, you've, you've seen me and believed. Blessed are they which believe, but have not seen. Blessed are those which will place their faith in my death and resurrection, but they will not have ever physically seen me. Jesus said, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? You know what God wants from you today and this week more than anything else? Now, we think of a long list of behaviors. We think of a, a long list of do's and don'ts, things that please and displease God. But you know what, what God really, he, he has the ability to work those things in you. You are his workmanship, created unto good work. So he can create morality and right values and integrities. He can do that within you. But what's the catalyst of all that? It's not your hard work, it's your faith. It's your belief. And so what he is hoping for from you more than anything else is belief, faith, trust. Trust me. Trust me and I'll show you. Trust me and later one day you'll understand. You'll see it in full. So many times in my life, I wanted to understand what God was doing. I wanted him to show me the fuller picture. And he just said, trust me. You'll understand later. Just follow me. Just go where I'm going. Do what I say. Trust my word. Implement my directives. Follow in my steps. Just let me be God. Rest in my directives and watch what I'm going to unfold. My friend, at the core of it, it's just believing that he's good. Just believing that he's better and wiser and smarter and bigger and more beautiful and wonderful than I am and that I could ever imagine him to be. And it's just deciding to trust him, to believe him, to really go uh, all in. As we have heard, so have we seen. We hear it, we choose to believe it, 
and then we're going to see it. He's not opposed to you seeing him. It just follows belief. It follows faith. Those that say, I will not believe until I see, they, they generally never do see. They generally never do come to faith in Christ because it really begins with faith. That's the currency of the relationship. That is the transaction uh, trigger. Faith opens the floodgates of God revealing himself to you and to me. This is why God said in Malachi, prove me, prove me. He was calling them to generosity, calling them to giving, calling them to return to trusting God with their provision. And one of the ways we trust God with our provision is by giving, by honoring the Lord. So he said, bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse uh, and see if I will not pour you out a blessing and open the windows of heaven and pour out so much that you won't have room to receive it. He says, just prove me. So what does proving mean? Take me at my word. You've heard my instructions. Do them and watch what I will do in response. Put me to the test and, and give me a chance to do what I want to do in your life. There's this section, and I forgive me for, for recalling this extemporaneously, there's two times that Jesus marveled in his, that the New Testament describes him in the Gospels as marveling. The, the one time is when the centurion comes to him and says, don't even come to my house, you just heal my servant and my servant will be okay. And Jesus says, it, it, the Bible says he marveled at his faith and turns to the Jewish people and says, I've not seen so great faith, no, not in all of Israel. So this Roman pagan has more faith than I've ever seen, is what Jesus said. He marveled at his belief. The most unlikely of people placing faith in this Jewish Messiah. Well, then there's a time that he wants to do miracles and bless and serve and teach in his hometown of Nazareth. And they don't believe him. They won't receive that he's the Messiah. This is little Jesus. He grew up in Mary and Joseph's home and he's a carpenter and he's a hometown kid. We, we know this kid. They would not believe that he was the Messiah. And the Bible says that he could do there no mighty work and that he marveled because of their unbelief. Now, this is always striking to me. He wanted to do mighty works in Nazareth, but he didn't. And in fact, by whatever framework he has established, and I'm not meaning to in any way diminish the sovereignty or the overarching authority of God. It's not like we men uh, have any authority to bind or unbind God, but in this context, God allowed belief or unbelief to uh, release his will to unfold. And he would have done mighty works. He wanted to, he planned to, but their unbelief uh, restrained him. He would not, could not because of their unbelief. And I just stop and think, what have I heard, as we have heard, so have we seen, what have I heard that I didn't believe and therefore never saw? What have I missed because um, I heard but didn't believe? So as we have heard, so have we seen in the city of the Lord of hosts, in the city of our God. God will establish it forever, Selah. So they're still talking about the city of Jerusalem, Zion, the city of God, and God's promise to establish it forever, and they're celebrating the fact that he has. But they're celebrating that they heard the promise, trusted the promise, and saw the fulfillment 
of the promise. And then there's this word sila, which just means pause, rest, key change, musical interlude. Think about what we've just talked about, that God, um, that, 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 that God brought his promises to pass. So friend, take hope today and rest in faith. Declare your faith in your God and watch him fulfill his promises. Happy Monday, and we're off and running for a new week. Hope you have a good week. We'll see you tomorrow.